You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hey there, this is Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. Life topics the way I see them. I'm your host, Nina Perez. I am here to challenge and transform your thinking. No excuses. Let's do this. Hello and welcome back. This is Nina Perez and I am doing what you guys have requested. Many of you have requested to put the YouTube channel and that straight talk, no sugar added talk show onto podcasts. A lot of you would like to listen to it on the way to work. And it's a little hard to do that with a video. So I am doing that per your request. I hope that you enjoy this. Today is going to be Lori Toronto um, talking about financial first aid. And let me tell you, I really need it. So I hope you enjoy. Let me know if you have any questions or anything you'd like to ask at hello at straighttalknosugaraddit.com. See you soon. Hello, this is Nina Perez and this is Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. And this show is created to give you tools and resources to discuss life topics and hopefully to have challenging conversations that will help change and transform your thinking. So today we wanted to talk about a topic that I think is near and dear to all of us because we all need some financial advice. And so with me today I have Lori Toronto. She's a financial advisor and she's been with um, Edward Jones Investments for about 22 years. So I know I need the help and so maybe you do too. And so we were going to discuss tonight about getting a little bit of financial first aid. So we're just going to lightly touch the topic of finances and the the challenges that a lot of us have that we don't even um, realize what tools are available to us or resources that we can look into and even learn about, right? So a lot of times people discuss things about, you know, um, stocks and things, but don't even have a resource or know where to even begin. Um, So we're just going to do a light touch on on all these little topics and hopefully we will have Lori to come back and we can get more in depth about all of these uh, financial advice that uh, that we need because I know I need it so if you guys want to finish watching which I hope you do you'll need it too so Lori thank you so much for being here Um, thank you because we um, we often make a lot of mistakes Um, there's a lot I know I'll speak for me personally I've made a lot of mistakes um, when it comes to finances because I wasn't really raised learning about finances. Yeah. It's something I kind of, kind of, I kind of am still learning. To be quite honest, um, I mean, I was maybe my twenties when I wrote my first check, and the lady at the bank had to teach me how to write it. I never ever saw a bank. Uh, 
bank check re being written. Um, you know, my mother has uh, always done everything in cash. Um, she still, to this day, does everything in cash. She doesn't have a bank account, credit cards, nothing. Um, and that's just the way she, you know, she's old school and that's just the way she's always lived, you know, and, uh, and it works for her. Uh, but she still goes down to the departments to pay the light bill and the departments to pay the, the gas. And, and it's just like, wow, that's, it's interesting, isn't it? Like, but, but that's who she is and, right. you know, and that's great. But I, you know, I kind of live in a little bit of a different world that we all do, right? So we all do a lot of either things online or whatever, which is also a dangerous thing, I think. True. Because um, I add to cart a little bit too often and we're not going to get my husband involved in that one. So, Lori. Um, what are some of the things that you see that people are are doing but that they can do better? Well, I think that the, the point that you just made about not getting a lot of knowledge is, is really key and everybody feels it. Yeah. Um, you know, because I, um, I, I interview people for my firm that have come out of colleges with great degrees in finance and they don't, they're not learning about personal finance. Wow. They don't know what to do with their own money. So there's a lot of information, but there's not a lot of knowledge, and right. people aren't really being educated. And, and the thing that's so dangerous about that is, yeah, it, it impacts us personally, but, mm -hmm. but collectively, if, if we're relying on our 401ks and our own savings for retirement, and we don't know what we're doing, you know, you don't want to get to the end and find out that all these things that you should have been doing that yeah. you weren't is yeah. it's such a risk. So yeah. it's important, I think, that we begin to start looking at the things that we can do to get healthy. So tonight, if we could look at like some of the symptoms that we've got a problem, I mean, some of this stuff's obvious. You know, we, we can look and we go, oh, I think I've got too much debt. Yeah. You, you, that's like, you probably <laughs> sure. don't need, you know, um, a financial advisor to tell you you got too much debt, <laughs> but there are reasons that you got that debt. Yes. You know, and there might yes. have been things happening in your life that you couldn't control and, you know, you get laid off from a job or, you know, you've been, you've been ill or you had, you know, something tragic happen. And so these are, you know, real reasons that debt has, has mounted. Um, sometimes we just spend too much yeah and we're not really thinking about what's going on for sure until we look and we go well why do I have forty eight thousand dollars on my charge cards you know like how did that happen how did that happen because that interest starts to snowball yes. and that becomes an even bigger issue than you know like you spent far less but now it's grown and grown and grown and you can't keep up with your payments um, these are these are things that we've just really got to you know really begin to start to tackle and to look at but a clear sign that you've got a problem is that you don't know what's going on with your money yeah like huh. number one like if you don't really know what's going on you know you're just spending money and you're kind of going from paycheck to paycheck yeah. and you know you're drifting along and you're kind of thinking well I got enough for this week or I've got enough for this month you know um, most of us live like that Lori yeah so but it's yeah, <laughs> most of us live like that. I mean, uh, you're right. I think that um, not knowing where you're at is really um, vital, I think, in all things in life, but definitely in finances, right? Correct. Because if you, you're right. I mean, what you said resonates with me, you know, especially the part where how do I get, how do I have $48,000 in debt and how did I get here? And um, the truth is, is you, you look at it saying, I'll pay for it next week. Right. You know, when I get paid, I'll pay for it next week. But next week, something else happens. Correct. Um, and then you're still like, okay, so I'll just make the minimum payment. Yes. But you're right. The minimum payment never even pays the principal. At least it feels that way. Correct. Yeah. And so you're, you're and it's depressing because you're yeah. getting further and further behind. Yeah. And you're seeing, you're, you're dreading opening those statements every month because you know it's just going to get worse. 
Um, you don't have a savings account. You know, not having any kind of an emergency savings is a sign you got a problem. Too much mm. debt is a problem. Um, you know, really no emergency savings forces you back on the cards. So even if you pay, you know, like the card debt, true. you're stuck having a, you know, like your emergency plan is back on the card again. So right. you have that, that sense of like, oh man, I can't believe that I, I, I can't get out of this. I'm, I'm in this bondage to this card. I'm never going to get away from this debt. Yeah. But, you know, it's an indication that you really want to take a look at what's, what's happening with you. Um, something too is, it's really critical is your attitude toward your money. Mm. You know, and if That's you good. grew up in a house maybe where you didn't, you're fine, like, you know, I can tell you that um, this is my mother's financial plan, like this is back pre-computer, but her financial plan when she had too much debt was to just start accumulating debt under somebody else's name. Right. You know, just make it oh, up and go along. A lot of people do that. You know, yeah. you can't anymore, but, you know, like that was, yep. that was what yep. she did. You know, fortunately for me, I had, you know, my grandfather's influence in my life too, and he couldn't have been anymore together. Um, financially, so at least I could see something, you know, done right in my life. But you know, it's it's very easy to just kind of say, I, I don't want to think about it. Uh, it's too big a hole. I can't get out of it. Um, I don't know how to get out of it. I just I don't want to think about it today. I just yeah. I can't see a path forward. You get because you become overwhelmed. You know, yes. it's almost like. Um, weight loss, you know, like when you want to lose weight and you look at the full amount of weight you have to lose, whether it's 60, 70, 20, 30 pounds, That's right. you become so overwhelmed that you just like forget it, right? right. But, uh, but if you looked at it as increments, I'll lose a pound this week. And only look at that one pound. Right, exactly. And it makes it a forget, little yeah, bit it, easier it to chew easier. into. So you're right. I think what you're saying is valid, especially with the debt part. Like, you know, when I look at my debt, for instance, it, as a whole, I get so overwhelmed, I don't want to look at it. You know, it's almost like that. it's better to ignore it um, for now. I always go for now, right? right? But for now becomes, wow, I've been paying this credit card off for four years now, and I'm nowhere near paying this credit card off. It's, you so know? it's, it's really discouraging because yeah. you can't feel like it's making a difference. So it's easy to say, well, that extra I was putting on the card, well, Let's just take the kids out for dinner tonight, yeah. you know, because it's not doing anything for me anyway. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Are you reading my mail? <laughs> but, um, but our attitudes about yeah. our money, especially like if you, you know, came out of a dysfunctional financial background yeah. or you didn't see it modeled um, as good as it could have been, um, you kind of think that's all there is. You can't picture yourself getting free financially and getting yeah. healthy. Um, so yeah. it's really, I think, the, the main, main thing is to just to begin to just be brave. Be brave mm. and say, you know what, as scary as it's going to be, I need to, I need to lay this all out on the table and I need to look at where I'm at. I really need to see where I am. Yeah, that's so true. I just have to get, you know, a balance sheet. And a balance sheet is nothing more than what you owe and what you own. Okay. You know, and you're just going to take a look at, okay. I own these things, you know, I have this car, I have this, you know, maybe I do have a little savings, maybe I've got some, you know, maybe I have a house, whatever. And here's what I owe. Right. And, and the difference between the two is what you got to work on, you yeah. know. So if you've got more liabilities, more debts than you do assets, this is really a starting place. And you've just got to see it because you're not going to get any better right. unless you're willing to just take an honest look at where you're at. And it is scary, but there's yeah. hope. There's really hope. Yeah, so that's what I wanted to touch on with you a little bit. You know, um, I wanted to touch on with you a little bit about um, the hope part, right? Because discouragement is something that we are always going to have, I think, you know, because um, unless you're right, unless we lay it all on the table and say, 
this is exactly what we need, right? So this is, I mean, that's just scary though, Lori. I'll it be is. honest with you, that's really scary, especially because if you are um, uneducated, right, and how to climb yourself out of it. I know. That's when it's really scary because you're looking at the mountain, right, and you're like, I don't even know if I have, you know, mountain shoes to climb myself out of this, right? So this is why I wanted you to be here because um, what you're saying makes a lot of sense, and I love your symptoms. So you talked about not knowing where you're at, which is super important, right, because you're like, lay it out there. Just just look at it. Exactly. You know? Um, not knowing if you um, you have enough for a goal, right? So not being able to save, basically, or have enough for, for something that you want Correct. or want to get. Because a lot of times we, um, let me speak for myself, I find myself sometimes being a spontaneous shopper. You know, like if I go somewhere and I see hangers, I need hangers. You know, but do I really need hangers? Maybe, they maybe not. They were on sale. Not. They were on sale, <laughs> right. They were on a discount for like 60% off. And this is the thing, like, um, you know, I find myself sometimes doing that and having to convince myself, do not do that, you know. Um, but it is, um, it's like mindless eating almost, you know. You're just mindless shopping or mindless browsing online and you find a skirt that you like. Exactly. You know, and it's on sale for 20 bucks. Why not? Right. Why? Because you have 50 skirts and you don't need another <laughs> one. But this is what we we do, I think, a, a lot of us. I mean, at, at least I think the ones who are struggling to get out of debt, I think we are there for a reason. I think you're right that sometimes we are there for circumstances we cannot control. Uh, you know, it happens. that is very, very true, and I respect that because I've been there. Uh, I, you know, yes. Um, I and then there's then there's debt that we have to honestly admit that it is yeah, that our was, debt. Right, yeah, that is probably what we did. That right? wasn't essential. Yeah. yeah, I like what you talked about with the attitude. Um, when you said that, that made me think of how do I feel around money. Exactly. You know, um, and sometimes I have to say, and maybe this is something that, um, you know, I was kind of raised with that when there was money in the house, everybody was happy. Right. And when there wasn't money in the house, there was a lot of tension and fighting. And I think my attitude has grown with that. You know, like when, when there's money in my bank account, I feel good. I feel like I'm okay, like everything's going to be all right. But the second that I see my money dwindling down to nothing, I panic. Right. I get fearful. Um, if, it, if it overdrafts, I get angry, you know, because why is it overdrafting? So you're right. An attitude is important because I think that if we have the same steady attitude, we could probably get through it a little bit better. Exactly. You know? I think you're right. And I think that, that um, looking at what you have, and what you're doing. You know, what, what am I doing with my money? And that's where a budget comes in. Like, like how, you know, like this is what I've spent, past tense, this is what I'm spending. Yeah. Because, you know, even just, you know, $10 more a day that you save is $3,600 and $3,650 a year. Wow. $3,650 yeah. yeah. for 10 bucks. Now, I've had the experience, wow. I haven't done it in a bunch of years, but I would go in and talk to the high school kids, you know, and they were all seniors. And I would ask them, how many, how much of you, how many of you wasted twenty-five dollars this week on something that you wish you had the, the money back for? It was an impulsive buy. Every single hand would go up. Wow. Yeah, and these are, you know, these are kids, and right. you could say, well, they're kids; they don't know any better. But I can guarantee that most of us would say, and I would put myself in that category okay. too. But when you begin to get intentional and you begin to begin to care and say, I want to get out of this pit that I'm in, 
I want to look at you know ways that I can make a difference, like in small baby steps. That's right. the thing that we keep have to have to keep coming back to. It's like taking those first steps so you can feel successful. But then looking at your attitude about money, because if I keep visualizing myself in bondage financially, like yeah. in debt. I can't picture myself out of it. I can't picture myself free. But if I could really begin to get a sense of, like, this is the life that I want, you know, and really begin to picture yourself, like, living in freedom, you know, like, not having that debt, you're going to be willing to take the steps mm -hmm. to deny yourself something today so that you could have that better life tomorrow. So and it doesn't have to be a big thing, you right. know. It just doesn't. Um, and believe me, I don't want to um, make anybody feel badly who's in a situation because of adversity in their life. I mean, there's just things yeah. happen. But how much nicer if you have to go through adversity and you had a savings account that right. you could fall back no, on, so true. you know, for the next thing that you don't expect in life. And frankly, like, more and more of that burden is on us because Social Security is so unhealthy financially. Right, right. You know, like all those financial safety nets that we thought were going to be there, well, all that risk is shifting to us now. Right. You know, pensions don't exist anymore yeah. the way they did. And the ones that That's are there true. are not really, you know, always funded, you know, so, so, um, so soundly. So, you know, you can't even depend on that. It's really got to be on you. So it's really important that we get the basics down on how to manage our money and look at what we're doing. Yeah, you're so right. I mean... You know, the, the, uh, having a system, I think, is important, right? So that's why I really like that you started with knowing where you are. I think that a lot of times people are like, oh, you, you know, just uh, pay the, the debt that's smallest first or pay the debt with the highest interest first or pay the, you know, like people, everybody has different advice is what I'm trying to say. Um, but unless somebody tells you to sit down and look at your situation, you don't really um, think about doing that, to be honest. You no. kind of just think about that bill that's coming in now. Or who's screaming yeah. at you the loudest. Who's screaming the loudest, right? And who's who's the most important? Like, do I rob Peter to pay Paul type of thing? And maybe if I don't pay them, I have another month before I can catch up. Exactly. So I can pay this one. And that's a really um, hard place to be. Stressful. Because you're constantly, yeah, you're constantly stressing who is the most important, the most important one to pay today. Uh, and that's, you know, like you said, like if you're in a financial situation because of circumstances, totally understand that and get that. And I pray that you get out of that, you know, because that's a that's a heavy burden. But you're right. How much better does it feel to go through that heavy burden when you know you have a backup plan? Correct. You know, and I mean, I've been there where we have had very little to nothing and then my tires blew. Right. And I'm like, Really? now you know and that's when you get that you know that when it rains it pours scenario you know because now I'm like well I just paid down my credit card but guess what I know you know and it's like uh, and that's you know literally uh what happened to us recently like just paid down my credit card but something else something happens happened, I know and now I had no choice right. you know and I'm back up again and I'm just like how does this happen you know but it's but it, you know I've also noticed that when I was and I just use me as an example maybe this will resonate with somebody you know when I was looking at where I was at I was better right and I did that for a few months and I was better I realized actually that I had more money than I thought I did. Yes. I didn't yes. realize that I actually had a surplus instead of a negative. Correct. Right? And after a few months, though, so here's the here's the kicker. You stop the momentum when you stop doing it. Right? So you you have to create a habit. That's exactly right. Yeah. You gotta get a new habit. Yeah. You and have to get a new it's habit. It's not easy because you think that um, you know, 
you think you got this now. You got this a couple months. I'm good now. I'm good. Right. And you don't. Not <laughs> you know? totally. Yeah, yeah, you don't. Yeah. And I think it's because if you don't tell your money what to do, your money will tell you what oh, to do. that's so true. Yeah. That's exactly because right. Because it tells me what I can and cannot buy instead of me telling it what I will or will not buy. Right. You know? And there's so many ways that you can track what you're spending. You know, so it's like if you, if you sit down and you take a look at what you've spent and where you're at, then the next step is to just really take a look at what are you currently spending? What did right. you spend your money on last month, right. for example? You know, and if it's all out of the checkbook or you've been putting on a charge card, then you can go back and look um, in where, like how much cash are you carrying around and what did you do with it? Right. So there's apps that you can get and you can download to your phone and they're free and you can snap you know, you can scan in receipts and you can categorize those receipts so it's automatically like Walmart, it was household stuff, or, right. you know. So you can you can categorize your spending and you can begin to just really track it. And I promise you that, that even if it's $5 a day, right. five bucks, come on, yeah, you know. We spent that on Starbucks, But if come you on. put that five bucks away, yeah. You know, at the now you've got you know a little bit of an emergency savings. You know, and you and really you're going to look and go, really I've got this. You know, I've got something put away for myself. Doesn't that feel good? And then yeah. you begin to just change how you think about your money, and you're going to take control of the situation instead of it controlling you. It's, so it's, true. It's freedom. It's so absolute true. freedom. I like the um, I like that you're making it feel like it's doable. It is doable. Yeah, because sometimes you feel like it's it's not doable. It's only doable if you we circle back, as we were talking about before, to the baby step. Right. You know, you're going to take the baby step. You're going to do the small thing. You're going to look at the one pound. You're not going to look at the, you know, like the, the bigger, you know, hey, i got to lose 100 pounds. You're going to look at the one yeah. thing that you're yeah. trying to accomplish today and focus in on that and feel good about making sure that that is, you know, like, okay, I've done that. Check. Now I can go to the next goal. Yeah. It's really I want you to talk about like a prescription, steps that we can do to get better, steps that we can do to reach our goals. I mean, you touched a little bit on them. I just kind of want you to give us like a little practical, you know, practical um, prescription on what we can do. Well, for one thing that's super, super easy, and um, it's got to be the easiest, is that if, you're, if you are working someplace where you have a 401k or a 403b, something that can be deducted out of your paycheck mm -hmm. to put away for you, you know, they, they don't have a pension plan, but they have this account that you can put money into. That money comes out of your check before taxes. Mm -hmm. So if you're putting $10 in there, do it. Because okay. it'll really cost you like maybe six in take-home pay. Now, if you don't have a 401k or anything or 403b, is there a, a program or? Um, you can open up an IRA. IRA. And you can, and you can do something for yourself. Okay. No pressure. Put in whatever you can. But make sure that it's not someplace that you've got a debit card attached to it where you can turn around and take it back oh, out. Oh, got it. Because <laughs> an IRA, you can do that? Well, you're not supposed to until you're 59 and a half okay. or older because you're going to get an extra penalty. Got it. But um, if, you, if you make sure that you're just not near enough to it, then okay, you can let it. that grow a little bit. Oh, kind of like my mistake with putting it in my savings, but then going and picking it out of my That's, savings. Yes, Got too it. easy to get to. You know, <laughs> so to you, to you can right. build up and you can, um, you can get. Oh, and, and another thing, too, it's like if you've got kids, you know, you want to try and save for the kids for yeah. school. But you don't have any real ability right now to systematically put money away every month. So what you can do is you can open up a 529 college account, which sounds you know um, hard, but it's not. And then when the kids are getting you know gifts for the holidays, for birthday, for Christmas, or whatever, you can take you know have the family just let them know that there's this account and that's have them. Well, that's a great idea. 
right? And so you can, you know, have them make the gift to the account, and so that will grow for for them for their schooling. That's amazing. That's a easy, really good. I easy. got grandchildren. That's a really smart idea. Yeah, it doesn't cost you anything. You know, yeah. there's no obligation to have to put any set amount so in there. So it's your college savings account, basically. Exactly. You know, okay. and it sounds so hard, but it's very easy. Yeah. Um, and in Connecticut, if there's a baby born this year, um, I think they're still doing this, where the state of Connecticut will give you two hundred and fifty dollars. Um, towards it? Towards it, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Right? I have so, a grandbaby. He just was born. Okay, good. You know, yeah, we'll have to talk about <laughs> That's that. That's a good idea. But um, these are little things, but but start putting away $5 a day that you're not touching. That's a great that's a great idea. You know, in some account that is have it drafted out of your checking account into another account that you're not going to touch that you don't have a debit card on, you're not going to you're not going to go into that account. It's in Siberia as far as you're concerned right. so that it can get built up a little bit for you and you can and th and those accounts can be set up that they take it out automatically or yes okay Yes, That's or good. that you can move money automatically, that you can go online and you can say, I'm going to take this from my checkbook and put it into the other account. But I wouldn't suggest, like, if you're trying to get out of the hole, that you immediately use that feature because you, you might be tempted to take it back take it the back, other yeah. way. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so you want to try and make it harder to, for you to get it. So that it's like you really, really, really needed to get that money. You know, right. you're not going to... Um, well, because then you have a penalty. So Correct, if yeah. it's in an IRA. But if it's in regular savings, you don't. But yeah. you just don't want to be able to touch oh, it know. if you can avoid it. That's the I've main thing. I've been there. I've saved a lot of money. And then, like I told you, something happens and it's I all know. gone. You know, I it's know. all gone. And then you're like, darn it. I, I have know. to start over again, you know. So, um, but that's good. So, so the practical steps would be to try to get an account um, that you don't really, you really can't touch. Correct. Try to put very little in there to start, $5 a day. Correct. Which would be about $35 a week, and most of us spend that on dinner. Right. Um, so um, just, I guess, also uh, making sure that you are looking at where you are practically. Um, knowing um, if you have a goal, what your goal is, and what how small increments you can do to get to that goal. Correct. Um, and uh, trying to not be in debt if you can avoid it, right? So watching what we spend, how we spend. Do you really need Do you the need thing? it, yeah. Yeah, you might yeah, want the hangers, want, right. you know, but, yeah. but do you need the hangers? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, like we were talking that's about before. True. Yeah, no, that's true. Do that's I? True. There, and there's a, there's a lot of times we think we need something, but we don't really need something. Yeah. You know, we just, we don't true. need the 20th skirt or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, so it's really. Um, What's that? What? I'm sorry. No, go ahead. What's a healthy emergency fund amount? Well, ideally, I'd like, I recommend three to six months worth of expenses set to the side. Three to six months. So uh, what your expenses are. Yes. Three to six months in case, God forbid, you lose your job. Right. You become ill. Something happens tragically. You can support yourself for at least three to six months. Exactly. Is that the plan? Correct. Okay, got it. And if got you think it. there's any danger that you could lose your job, I would go on an aggressive savings plan and put as much away as you possibly can. Yeah. You know, because there are jobs out there, but it's harder for people to find jobs with benefits, jobs that pay yeah. well, you know, that pay what you used to make. And it's heartbreaking to see people that are having to work two and three jobs just to put together a paycheck that they used to have, you know, yeah. where they used to work. That happens. And there's no benefits for them. So yeah. if, there, if you think there's any kind of chance, then, then get more intentional about what we're talking about now, Smart. you know, and get that war chest, you know, that, that savings, that money saved up so that you can weather the crisis and, 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 um, and, and be able to not have to touch any retirement savings that you might have from work. Yeah, those are great, great tips, like, and really great ideas. I mean, I, I, I think that I've often, you know, thought about savings, but never, um, 
how much to save or how to even start, to be honest. You know, so what I'll do is if I have like a couple of extra hundred dollars, I'll just throw it in the savings account. But to your point, what happens is, is when I need it or I think I need it or something comes up, right. I do pull from that, right? Because I think, and this is what I'm getting a revelation out of what you're saying, is maybe because I'm trying to hurry up and do it. Right. You know, as opposed to doing the small increments and the small bites and saying, okay, so this is the little bit that I need to be doing at a time in order to make this sustainable for long term. Well, and it's easy to do that because you're not seeing what that $200 could do for you 10 years down the road. Yeah. Because you're thinking it's 200 bucks. You yeah. know, it's not going to change my world. Yeah. But that's where, you know, maybe we could talk about it another time. It's like, really, what does it look like if I left that money in for 10 years? Yeah. You know, and I had it invested. That's good. You know, and how much will that grow to? Because if you're, you know, 18 years old and you start putting, you know, a couple hundred bucks a month away, you'll be a millionaire without even trying. You know, if right. you do it until you're 65. Right. You know, so it's like, you know, you, you get it. Yeah, once you wow. get a sense of like, oh, that $200 10 years from now, I'm really saying goodbye to $20,000, you know, or whatever yeah. the whatever no, the amount true. is, you know, it's like, yeah. then you go, well, is it really worth it? Right. You know, because then you're, you're getting that vision. You're getting that sense of, okay, where is this ultimately going to go? Like, what is this ultimately going to cost me? What is yeah. the real cost, the opportunity cost of not having that money invested? Yeah. You know, nobody, so uh, nobody really thinks like that unless they are somebody who is really into personal finances, you know, right. um, and we all should be. That's the whole point. We all should be into personal finances because it affects us all. Well, right? I, I would love to see meaningful personal um, financial education given to the kids in school because it's just not there yet that I'm aware of. And they're getting out of school. They're not knowing what to do. And this generation has to learn to manage their money because there just isn't, I mean, if we look at like what we were talking about with Social Security or the fact that you just are not likely to have a pension on the job where you're going to work 30 years in one place and they're going to give you, you know, a paycheck for the rest of your life. It's not likely to happen for most people. Yeah. But, you know, you're going to work and they hand you 401k information and say, here, sign up, and people don't even know what that is. It's, you know? it's really... Um Really eye-opening. Uh, you really you really taught me a lot today in this little bit of time that we've had together. Like, you're really good. So you're coming back, I hope, right? <laughs> I'd love to. Okay, good, good. This is Financial First Aid. I, maybe I'll do a little series with Lori, and we'll just keep calling it Financial First Aid so she can come back on and teach us even more things about what we can do. So just to give you your takeaway is not knowing where you are. Try to find out where you are. Pull out your paperwork and find out where you are. It's okay everybody's in a different place um, not knowing if you have enough for a goal think about that goal is it financial freedom think about that goal and how do we reach that goal um, not saving and having too much debt right so if your debt is higher than your savings you need to look at that what your attitude is I have a very poor attitude sometimes when it comes to this financial stuff so I'm going to be correcting that um, and not realizing the power of, of saving and, and systemically saving, like she was saying, $5 a day or $10 a day or whatever it is that you can do to start at least putting yourself in the in the black, right, not in the red all the time. And that's super important for us to learn. I think that a lot of us don't learn that practical tools and tips sometimes that we can use to be financially free. So, um, Lori, thank you so much thank for being Nina. here. And thank you so much for watching. I hope that this has helped you. We will see you soon. Again, this is Nina Perez at Straight Talk, No Sugar Addict. Until next time.
Saving money on your outdoor project? Now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.